The sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the sports gambling podcast. Use the promo code SGP100 for a 100% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Odds Shark. They have the latest betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else, plus free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff. Follow them on Twitter at Odds Shark and www.oddsshark.com. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Log on to betql.co to download the app today. Sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. It's back, baby. Um, I'm I, I'm very excited, but I'm also a little concerned about did you punch the table? To any <laughs> I broken did a giant bones? fist motion, pumping in the air, Ryan. Are you questionable going into the Vegas trip? No, I'm not questionable. <laughs> I am at a hundred percent. I'm ready to go up there grueling off season. Football's back, and we're ready to do some foot. We got shirts over at the SGP merch page, including it's a baby fucking wheel, man. And Ryan, football is back, and we got a free load contest. We got NFL picks, and we got Bill Burr coming on later on the podcast. Yeah, we got just so much. God, my head's about to fucking explode. We're going to Las Vegas this weekend. Be chewing huge wads of dip, watching sweet action. We got God, just overwhelmed. <laughs> it is. It feels like fucking Christmas Eve, right? No, no female supervision for no forty eight hours. Completely let loose on our own, and it's uh, it, it's just it just feels like a holiday. But Ryan, we teased it in uh in the little NFL the, song, the but free load contest. The free roll football contest is back, baby. A little different this year, right? A little different. Is it? This year, the free roll football contest is being presented by Odds Shark. Check them out at oddshark.com. Give them a follow at oddshark and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home to Inside Vegas, as well as the college experience and EPL show. Now, what do you do to sign up? You go to contest.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Contest.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Now, unfortunately, we do have to do the picks page from CBS, and uh, so every week the lines will go up about Wednesday Wednesday evening West Coast time. You make your picks, and then I know what you're thinking. What are the prizes? Great question, Ryan. The prizes this season prizes. We're not giving away sportsbook credit. We're giving away cold, hard, oh, cash. Okay pretty intriguing. I know what you're thinking. What are the weekly prizes? Well, the weekly prize, whoever wins the week, you get one item for free from the SGP merch page. But 
most importantly, because we want to reward consistency. There could be some freak freak moments where someone has a great week. We want to, <laughs> we want guys in there day in, day out, cashing tickets, much like we did in the super contest. Almost. We didn't actually cash, but we did hit on so 60% close. Come on. against the spread. Ryan, the season prize pool will be determined by the listeners. Oh, wow. Really? And I know what you're thinking. How does that work? Wait, wait, <laughs> the listeners just get to decide. Hold yes. on. Get the database. <laughs> We're going to start calculating here. Here's how it works. We meaning uh, sports gambling podcast network odds shark putting up $2,500 plus. Now this is where you, the listeners come in $1 per entry for the season long prize pool. So if we get 7,500 people, we're giving away 10 grand. If we only get a hundred people, we're only giving away 2,600. So wow. you, the listeners, it's up to you guys to spread the word, get everyone signed up in the free roll football contest. And then the season long prizes first, first place, a juicy 60% cut of the prize pool. Percentages. Now I need a calculator. <laughs> Again, Jesus. get the database on it. Jesus. 60%. Second place, 25% of the prize pool. Third place, 15% of the prize pool. And then fourth uh, through eighth, one item from the SGP merch page. So oh. things a little different this year. And it's not, it's not rollover credit at a sports book. Instead, it's called hard cash, which uh, I know you guys want. And uh, listen, end of the season, that's a perfect time. You're post Christmas. Your pockets are empty. You're going to need some cash. And uh, what better time than right after the NFL season ends, uh, rolling into the playoffs? Yeah, what better time? I mean, it, I, I'd almost rather uh, win a week than the season with that ba- baby <laughs> whale t shirt. You can The baby me? whale t shirt's available. The the regular t shirt's available. The, the hoodie's available. Will there be more, Sean? There will. We wow, are. Uh, okay. We're just looking at some more designs and we're just going to be loading up that merch page. So <laughs> stay tuned. The art department's working on that. <laughs> Working overtime, and again, we'll be out in Las Vegas this weekend. So Dude. I feel so, like some people are hitting us up. Hit us up if uh, you know we we may have shot. some shirts kicking around. People are hitting us up like crazy. Oh, I mean, yeah. this contest that they're they're gonna. I mean, I, we should check in with Gus Johnson because I think just the collective. <laughs> This is going to be like the uh, the moment when I was on campus as a freshman and Britney Spears came out for that halftime performance. Just will get penetration. A collective nutting of the uh, the population. Yeah, no, I mean people are jonesing about the contest. People are jonesing about Vegas. People are jonesing about uh, your D- everyone's DFS lineups. <laughs> I, there's just there's just a frantic energy that takes over your brain if you're like me. I'm this stressed time out, dude. I'm I got, stressed I'm, out. I'm I'm laying down different DFS lineups, all of which, obviously, check out the uh, the DFS picks podcast where we give out our our DFS lineups. But Sunday Sean. morning, I'll I'll be posting all my Ooh. DFS lineups on uh, Instagram at Gambling. Podcast oh, I should probably do that. Sports Gambling Podcast. You'll have to show me how to use Instagram when we're in Vegas. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll so. Be fun. Uh, is it so Sean, I've already reached that point. Um, I fantasy football got, got to that point where I, I said yes to too many people <laughs> stopped giving a shit about a team halfway through the draft. Love it. Just it's, I don't know. I, I'm stressed out about this Vegas trip. I'm leaving in like eight hours, the countdown maybe 10 is hours. On. Got a lot of stuff to do before I leave. I don't got know. your honeydew list, Ryan, but you gotta, you gotta Just prioritize trying to find a dog that I like this week. A lot of things are stressing me out. There are uh, there are some ugly dogs, and uh, yeah, I mean, not to tip our hands here, but I 
it does feel like I'll be ending up with a uh, with a lot of chalk this week. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Brian, without further ado, oh. if you're like me and like Kramer over there, you are jonesing to lay down some sweet action. Head over to mybookie.ag. They are the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. That's right. They got a promo code. You want a promo code SGP100? Activates a hundred percent deposit bonus. Head over to mybookie today, and they got the in-game wagering, the custom player prop calculator. I love that thing, man. And of uh, and of course, all the lines that we'll be talking about on this episode of the podcast are available over at mybookie.ag. So you like you like uh, you like where we're coming from. You like what you're hearing. You like the fact that we were 12 and five last year, ATS with our locks. Mm. You go over to mybookie.ag, ride the wave of sweet cash and uh, SGP 100, 100% deposit bonus. Mybookie.ag. It's, it's pretty simple. Play, win, and most importantly, Ryan, get paid. I thought it was have fun. <laughs> no, getting paid is having fun. <laughs> Joining us on the line, Bill Burr. Bill, how excited are you that football is officially back? Oh, this is the greatest time of year. It's even in LA, it's starting to get colder at night. I love it. I'm actually, I, I, you know, I know there's all these new rules and they can barely hit each other. Oh my God. I don't care. I don't even care if it's flag football. It's football. I'm psyched. (laughs) It is the best. It's football into Halloween, into Thanksgiving, Christmas. I love it. It's Favorite a, time of year. Honestly, Sean, it's the feeling I get when I uh, when I give myself a little uh, abstinence from the old medication, <laughs> and then I, I I get to indulge again in that that first like sinking yeah. into the couch. That's football for me. I'm I'm stoked. It's back. Com- yeah, comfort it, food, baby. It is so great. I feel like they scared us a little bit in the uh, week two and week three of the preseason. They were just flagging everything. <laughs> any any a guy lowers his helmet, even though he's got his head up, trying to hit him right in the chest. They're throwing a flag, and then all of a sudden, week four of the preseason, all those flags dried up. I have a feeling when it comes, you know, Thursday night, we'll see very few of those penalties actually called because. The refs are just as big a fan of football as us, and they know it'll just kill the game if they do it all the time. I think they said, yeah, but the, re- the the refs aren't making that call. It's the people yeah. up top telling them to do it. This is the deal. At some point, if the game's going to continue, you're just going to have to sign a release. So if you want to play this <laughs> at a professional level, these are the risks, and they're going to make you like they're probably drawing up that contract right now. You can never come back and sue us. I mean, look if 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 the state or the federal government can put you in jail for like 30 years and then realize they screwed up and the only way they let you out is you can't sue them. I'm sure the NFL can draft something Yeah, same. for these, for these people that they'll, they'll come up with something. So I think the game will be okay. Yeah. The same people who drew up the warnings for cigarettes. Now the Philip Morris guys, they'll meet up with the NFL. They'll figure it out. Hey, you just gotta yeah. put this warning on the helmet. You know, we'll still be good. Yeah. Come on. It was great. Yeah. It did feel like this uh, this college football weekend leading into the NFL was almost a kind of a warm up foreplay, baby. Yeah. Did well, you watch- college football? College football has been like it, it's just been what it's been all about, man, for the last few years. Like it's just it's so exciting, and then they finally figured out not to have all those like just a hundred cupcake games. 
you know, like I remember back in the day when you would gamble in like in like uh, September, like Nebraska would be favored by 58 over <laughs> Kent State and then they'd cover. It was like ridiculous. Um, but now they were smart enough where they had they had the Michigan Notre Dame game. They had LSU Miami. They had the Florida State game last night. I missed all of that. I was doing some daddy's Labor Day stuff with the family. I missed that one. But um, I I absolutely I, I love college football as much as I love pro. So. Much to my wife's chagrin, my entire <laughs> weekend. And this weekend, I'm actually in Sacramento, and then I got to go to the Toronto Film Festival. Uh, so I'm missing Saturday football, and I'm flying home during the one o'clock game. So there's going to be a lot of DVRing going on in my house. Oh, man. that's my favorite thing every season is the uh, really football's back <laughs> already. It's only August. I'm Was, like, yep. <laughs> wasn't it just the draft? What happened? Then you got the combine. <laughs> And then you just, they they, just go, Hey honey, when, when are the real housewives in the off season? <laughs> exactly. The bachelor is a full-time sport. Why? You know, the NFL should be as well. Yeah. That, that Andy Cohen show, that's their <laughs> sports center where they get those women all stirred up again. What about on this play? When she said you're, you're barren and you couldn't have children, they start yelling at each other. It's it does, like watching a round the horn. Yeah, it does <laughs> with, coug- with cougars. It does. <laughs> it does have the pacing of a studio show because they bring up game film. They're breaking it down. What do you you know? They have former players, former <laughs> bachelors weighing in. Turning point. Madden's on the uh, <laughs> telestrator over there. That's great. That's the only way I could. I had to like get like look at my wife's perspective it and just be like, this is just her sports center. And then I was able to kind of relax. And then I really look at a lot of the you know. It's a lot of the sports chatter out there. It's just so ridiculous. It's like somebody like me who's not even connected to it. Just be, I'll tell you, I'm really concerned about our middle relief. You know, talking baseball. It's like, <laughs> oh, are you somebody who never played beyond not getting picked in gym class? <laughs> the Wii thing is always funny. Sean's a big fan of doing that with the Eagles. I can't, but I can't I help do, it. I, I do get, enjoy the. Uh, you I know, get, we're we're gonna win it all this year. <laughs> it is a Wii. It yes. is a Wii because if you don't win, you get all this crap. You guys suck. Exactly. You guys choke. You're exactly. a blah blah blah. Then all of a sudden you win, and then the other guy's like, "Oh, we're easy there, buddy. You didn't play." <laughs> but what do you mean? Yeah, when when I wake up Monday and the Eagles got their ass kicked, I'm fucking depressed. All right, <laughs> I have to live with that. These guys, that's just a job for them. This is my fucking life. So yeah, I might drop. That's right, and and people give you shit saying, yeah. "You guys suck. You guys <laughs> choke. Philly's a bunch of losers." And then all of a sudden, if you win, every that that's. That, that's when you know you won a game when people say, "Oh, we." It's not we. It's like, "Oh, we must have won something that that you resent." Yes, exactly. All right. Well, perfect transition, Bill. We uh, we picked up a couple games here to break down with you. Of course, all the spreads coming from our official partner, MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code Bill Bets for a hundred percent deposit bonus. First game, opening game of the season, Atlanta Falcons heading into Philadelphia right now. It's uh, looking like Eagles minus two and a half. I think it opened at like three and a half. It was up to four when it sounded like Wentz was playing. Now Wentz is out. Foles is named the starter. Which way are you leaning on this game? Uh, I you got to take the Eagles at home. I know. I uh, you know they're going to be raising the flag. Everyone's going to be going nuts. Half the crowd will be in that little jail they have. <laughs> um, I. Uh, it's it is it's still the Eagles though. The yes. Eagles should win this game, but they're still until they win that second one. They're still the <laughs> still the <laughs> Eagles on earth. But I'm going to take the Eagles at home, considering uh, Nick Foles 
had a pedestrian 300 yards in the Super Bowl compared to Tom Brady's 500 yards and losing, which will never be broken. Oh, thank unless Tom, unless Tom does it again. Thank you so um, much for bringing this up, Bill. Thank you so well, much. I go, um, I go at it with Patriots fans who say that Brady had a better game than false. Now Brady had an amazing game and you can't obviously knock Brady's play at all. But in that particular game, I would say Nick Foles outplayed him because of the couple key plays Foles made and the limiting of the turnovers. And Brady, obviously, uh, Sean's defense of, of Nick Foles and is, wait, 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 is wait, a passion and, and, and of Bra- mine. Wait, 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 and, and Brady, obviously, what? Well, no, and then the the fumble that kind of turned the game at the end. In on the other side, you got Nick Foles driving down to get a touchdown. Now, I'm not trying to time out, time out, dude. First of all, Tom Brady's not a running back. He's like 51 years old. If he don't block and he gets tackled, he had that one fumble. Dude, he threw for 500 yards. If you're really going to put like it, it was our defense. Right. Defense was the problem on both sides of the ball. Oh, both I- sides of the ball. Nick Foles came out like it was a regular season game. He wasn't nervous. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Both offenses played great. The defenses on both teams sucked. They were- sucked. The only thing was the Eagles sucked a little less. The, the Eagles basically, <laughs> the Eagles made the only, I think, defensive play in the game. Yeah, That's we, all I'm saying. Listen, you started this shit because I'm sitting here congratulating you. Hey. But if you're going to say, like, like that is like like some ESPN shit to say. Like somebody the hot throws takes for going. Five, somebody throws for 500 yards and they're the problem. They, they, I think they were kind of off. <laughs> yeah, Tom didn't have the magic. No, I w- at this point it's my it's probably my second favorite sport watching Sean talk about how Nick Foles had a better game than Tom Brady. Well, so. no, and and to be clear, Tom Brady had an amazing game. The reason the Patriots lost was because they couldn't stop anyone on defense. That's that's what I'm. But really, at. what you're bringing it full circle uh, for is Nick Foles is going to suck like he has the rest of his career, and the Eagles. No, are gonna- <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't think that's going to. happen. But also, like the Eagles couldn't stop the Patriots either. They stopped them one fucking dude. There was like two punts the whole game. Yeah, yeah, it was there's, crazy. There's no, there's no talking shit about what your defense did in that game, other than we made one play. Yeah, they, they were like, I, I mean, the offense was. It was the weirdest. I can't watch it because it's too still too close. But I have to go back and watch that. It's the weirdest fucking game. I mean, that, that's 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 some shit that happens at like Division three high school, where there's like two punts in a game. It looked like a Big no Twelve sense. game. It, it was. A yeah, Big it was really. Uh, it was it was bizarre. But and also, it, you know, and it started off with what's his face is like 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 crying like he's at a funeral. Oh no, Malcolm Butler. Oh man, what did he do? What did he do? I guess I we'll never known, find out. I should have known. I should have known when he was. When they bet anytime Belichick does that, we lose. So I remember we were playing the Jets at home and Wes Welker had made all those feet joke about, <laughs> about, Rex, about Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Rex Ryan. We sat him and then <laughs> Brady threw the worst pass of his career on that that screen pass, or it was just it was like he threw a three yard Hail Mary. Went up in the air and it was a pick six and uh so anyway, whatever, man. I I, I wish <laughs> that you guys beat somebody else because I was very happy. I would have what I could have enjoyed watching the Eagles finally win one because I don't wish long-term misery on any sports fan other than a select few <laughs> Montreal, Montreal Canadian fans uh, and Yankee fans. That's Aww. it. <laughs> everybody else, everybody else. They're a select uh, breed. All right. So Kramer, that's it. what do you, uh, are you, are you going with, obviously I'm going to be on the Eagles. The key with Foles is if you give him time, if you, if he doesn't face a pass rush, he's going to be okay. They got Jason Peters coming back at left tackle. I think that'll be huge. 
They get some of their weapons back. I think they could scheme up a decent game plan. I think their defense will play good uh, against the Falcons here week one. And uh, yeah, they're raising the banners. I think they'll be jacked for it. I'm going on the Eagles. Plus you, you guys shut down the Vikings. Everybody, you guys just completely shut them down in the, in the NFC championship game. If I remember correctly. So that yep. defense is there. I just don't, that was like a twilight zone game. It was bizarre um, because I, every scenario in my head going over the game for the Eagles to win, it was going to be a defensive struggle you know, or, or a, a low scoring game. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I certainly didn't 17, see 13. Yeah. Something like that. That's what I was thinking. And I was shocked to see them pull it out with a, you know, 74 points or whatever scored. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's tough to go against the the. I mean, the Patriots got run up last year, but typically the team raising the banner, it's a good bet. Uh, you know, the contrarian in me also likes the line. You know, the line move is moving the wrong way. Nick Foles did just win the Super Bowl MVP, so got to give him the, ben- the benefit of the doubt. But what I would say is the Falcons could have that pass rush. Sean, you mentioned the pass yes. rush that could be the problem, and just out of principle, I'll, I'm, of course, I'm going to fade the Eagles. <laughs> Fading the Eagles. All right, next up, big game: Houston Texans at. The New England Patriots right now, Patriots six point favorite. And uh I'll kick things off. I, I like the Pats here laying six against this Texans team. I mean, one thing that's been pretty consistent in the Brady Belichick era is they look good coming off a loss. And if you look at 2012 when they lost the Super Bowl in 2008, they and even in, back to the Parcells <laughs> in '96, they came back and uh they won 34-13. They won 17, 10, they won 41 to seven. Like this team, I think will come out with a statement game and really put it on the Texans. That's what hey, I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but how does, how does that have anything to do with this team? All those, all <laughs> of the personnel from all of that. That's like, you know, they, they, they play really good historically in this and when it's 70 degrees out and it's well, just like Belichick, I guess. Yeah. I guess, I guess to me it's, I don't Belichick's a guy that just doesn't lose back-to-back games. And I think, listen, little brother coming too. off, coming off a super bowl loss. Yeah. Bill O'Brien, former guy in the coaching tree. I, I think he's going to want to put it on him. I just, this Patriots team seems like they're ready to make a statement at home against the Texans team. How right, do you, well, how I, do you see it going? That, well, I think that uh, Texans quarterback, what's his name there? Deshaun Watson. He's yeah, coming off he's the ACL. He's going to be a nightmare. He's going to be a nightmare for us trying to contain him. And the only thing I like is I, I guess they have the worst offensive line in the league. I think that bodes well for us. Yep. Um, what's the spread? Six Patriots laying six at home. Oh, they always pick the perfect number. Don't yeah, they? They're so good. You know at what it. I'm going to do? I'm actually, I'm actually going to take the Texans with the points. Okay. Because uh, you know, last year we played the Kansas city chiefs and they came in and they, they, they killed us, you know? So I'm going to play your game and talk about something <laughs> that happened before. Probably doesn't matter. I think everybody's going to jump on the Pats, being like, Oh, they're going to be pissed. Cause they lost the super bowl. Everything that you just said, and then the Texans like are gonna come there. Julio Jones, that wasn't really you. That was just no, every moron in a sports bar like me. Uh, Julio <laughs> Jones will make a couple of great catches, and uh, also this is their revenge game. Don't forget, they haven't seen us since we uh, came back, and this you know came back historically two years ago in the Super Bowl against them. So uh, well, you're talking. It's gonna. Be- Sorry, I, I think you you were bringing the Falcons in there for a second, right? They're pay- oh, Pats I totally th- forgot who we were playing. Sorry, the Texans. <laughs> I'm sorry. All good. Kramer, which way, which way are you leaning here? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's Belichick just whoops on his disciples period. 
Yeah. Um, not much to handicap. Deshaun Watson would scare me with that defense. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I am curious to see the offensive line, but I've just seen, I, I feel like we've seen this so many times where a team, an optimistic disciple of Bill Belichick comes in and just gets, gets his shit pushed in. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not fading the Patriots week one. Yeah. I do. I do think bill is hitting on something though, because I feel like, and maybe this is again, just kind of a gut instinct, but the Pats kind of play themselves in September. They, they use it as an extended preseason, kind of try out some stuff, figure out some things. And I'm still shocked that Patricia got a head coaching job because I don't know that defense didn't want, you know, instill a lot of confidence. So that's, that's crazy that he got that Detroit gig. You know what that reminds me of when I first moved out to LA the first time in the late nineties, everybody out here either had a Seinfeld or a friend's credit and that entitled them to some sort of showrunner, like, uh, <laughs> or, or they would get some sort of deal and they would pair them up like, Oh, this guy wrote on friends. This guy wrote on Seinfeld. I think Bill Belichick is the Seinfeld of writers. Of rooms. Uh, yeah. So if, <laughs> if you did, if you did anything, if you were the water boy, yeah, but he was a water boy with Bill Belichick. You, 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 you don't make a lateral move. You don't become the water boy. You, you get elevated in position. So maybe that's why uh, Patricia's where he is. I mean, it's so true. But it sounds like Patricia is just. It sounds like people are already penciling him in as a failure. Yeah, like, it sounds like things aren't going well. There's some weird dynamics going on with that team. All right, one of the uh, one of the Monday night games. There's the dual Monday night game to uh, kick off the season. Which fuck it, why not? The LA Rams head up to Oakland right now. The Raiders four point home dog bill. I'll let you uh, get things started here. How do you, how do you see this game shaking out? Do you, do you like the Raiders? What's your thoughts on John Gruden? Um, I'm hoping that he doesn't regret going back to the 24, seven, life of coaching. When I always feel like when coaches get into broadcasting and they're as good at it, good at it as as Gruden is, they got to be sitting there going like this. This job is a joke yeah. compared to what compared to what I used to have to do. But I imagine he missed it. Obviously, they gave him the right amount of money and came back. I mean, Gruden. I don't know he's been gone for a while, man. I mean, well, how many years? Like almost a decade and a half. He left like early two thousands. Am I right? Yeah, yeah I think it's been uh, at least ten years. It, yeah. I, I think we looked it up. It was it was before the Wildcat. So to, <laughs> to put that in perspective, yeah, you're talking yeah, like two thousand seven. So, yeah, so that's a long time, and each generation of kids is a little bit different. And he's also rebuilding. And uh, I saw the thing on the Rams head coach where he could recall, like, you, know, you see that on real sports with Brian Gumble. Like, they'd be like, hey, uh, minute 42, week eight, third quarter. What happened? He's like, oh, yeah, we ran that sweet play. Uh, the guard didn't get out uh, quite where we wanted him to, but he got the job done. He has like a photographic memory. I think that guy <laughs> is, is like, if anybody's going to be the next, you know, generation of guys, it's going to be him. And, um, where he's, where he's just taking the Rams so quickly. I just think, uh, cause Gruden's just starting to put it back together. I would take the Rams. Okay. Kramer. First of all. Yeah. McVay comes off like somewhere between a serial killer and rain man <laughs> in that piece. He's definitely like well advanced of Gruden and, and just, just imagine, I mean, I have to deal with millennials on a daily basis, Sean. I cannot imagine John Gruden dealing with millennials. I mean, 
we know why he came back. We saw it in hard knocks last year. He still was making a playbook. He just didn't have anyone to give it to. <laughs> he loves rocking the visors. Uh, he's, he's cut like half the team. I think I saw that there's, there's 31 new players on his 53 man roster. Um, I saw a great tweet that the Raiders decided to pay a coach a hundred million dollars and not pay their best player. 90 uh, so many reasons to, I mean, this is the ultimate, like just take the ugly dog, right? This yeah. is the ultimate take the ugly dog on Monday night, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it in this spot. So yeah, I'm going to fade. I, I, we, I, come on. We, we think J- Gruden's a joke. At least I do. He made a mistake. He's going to realize it quickly. But yeah. Money I, talks. I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally like to take a kind of road favorite here in a divisional spot. I, I normally like to take Hey, Monday night home dog. Great opportunity here, but man, this Raiders team is in crazy disarray and it just seems like th- the quarterback's pissed off. Yeah, like, he's upset that they traded their best player. It's a weird move to pull this close to the season. And the Raiders did the what twenty fourth ranked defense with Khalil Mack. Yeah. You trade a all time defensive player. Now maybe this will end up working out for them in the long run. But I think this Rams offense, even though they didn't get a lot of reps in the preseason for whatever reason, McVay maybe you know they use the crazy analytics and some sports science. No way, them. Gruden's using <laughs> analytics. <laughs> he openly challenges analytics, which. I kind of I normally like the old school guy approach there, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking guys. Also, also that they're moving. Yeah, so I feel like they, they got half their shits in boxes. Like I just <laughs> I just don't think yeah, it's. You look be. at that. You look at the Rams season that last year in St. Louis did before not they go well. <laughs> moved out to Fisher. It was just a complete disaster. I mean, just think of this: if John, it, like John Gruden, became a caricature, much like John Madden. Imagine if John Madden came back to coaching after like 15 <laughs> years. No fucking way. Yeah. I, I think Gruden, uh, it'll be interesting. I don't know if I'm not saying the guy can't coach. I'm just saying he walked into a hell of a situation and yeah. he's playing these guys week one who are just going to build on what they, the past two seasons, how much they've improved. I just think they, I think they're going to keep going. Yeah. The Rams have a lot of momentum from last yeah, season. You're not even catching like an East coast team playing that late kickoff. You're catching another West coast team. So it's not like they, they have no, I, it's, God, there might be more. Ra- I mean, there's gonna be a lot of Rams fans, right? Now that the bandwagon has gotten nice and roomy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's. I think I, it's just. I, I don't see a lot of Rams fans going up to Oakland. You know, <laughs> that's all those, true. That's that also Rocky true. Or a picture show. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's. That is such a weird tradition. The, hey guys, let's get our costumes on and go to the game. <laughs> the foam spike shoulder pads. Like, hey, I gotta. Hey, we're gonna go tailgate. Let me stop off at Michael's first to get all my face paint and. Styrofoam cones, the glue on the shoulder pads. Yeah. I'm a pirate. They used to, yeah, they used to look like a biker gang. The crowd somewhere along the line, yeah, it's starting to look like, <laughs> like a musical. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like for kids. Yeah. You know, or even this, even the scary things looks a little friendly. It's uh, almost like if Kiss just became yeah. a ge- cheering section. Uh. Yeah, it's like Rocky Horror Picture. Whatever the hell that stupid movie is uh, meets like a like meets like a Disney ride or something like we race. can only make it so scary because we don't. There's something about like when you have the dad bod and, yeah. and, and 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 foam spikes coming up, and I love that they think that they're intimidating the other team. The other team literally has 300 pound guys trying to rip their heads off, but you're up there dressed like a pirate, and you're the one who's going to throw them off. Yeah. Oh, your eye patch, man! You're freaking me out. Yeah. There's a lot of that, the dog pound, a lot of that silly stuff. Like, you know, your dad goes there in a rubber mask, eating dog biscuits. It's like, come on, dad. I gotta, I gotta go to school on Monday. I have to respect you father. Come on. 
Yeah. You just helped me with my math homework. Okay. You're not crazy. <laughs> All right, Bill, before we, uh, before we let you go here, what is maybe it's these three games. Maybe it's a, uh, another game you feel really strongly about week one. Can we get you to throw out a lock? You know, we are a gambling podcast. So what is, what is Bill Burr's lead pipe lock for week one? My lead pipe lock. All right. This is my lock and it's not going to be gambling related. <laughs> All right. Yes. My lock is going to be whatever happens this week. Most people in sports are going to talk radio are going to act like, you know, like say Oakland gets their asses kicked. All they're going to be talking about that. Did John Gruden just make the biggest mistake of his career? Is he sitting on a hundred million dollars? And, and he's, and he's, he's in one worst case scenario, one game out of first, they're going to act like every goddamn thing that happens this sun Thursday, Sunday, and Monday is what's going to happen the whole year. They do it every fucking year when Kansas city came out and kicked the Patriots ass. All of a sudden yep. Kansas city was the fucking team of the future. And what happened to them? You know, the Patriots went back and won the AFC championship, you know? So, I mean, just don't listen for gamblers. Do not listen to all of the, the freaking out that, that they're going to be doing. They do That's It's just, I don't know. They, 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 they always got to act like the fucking sky is falling or Jesus just came back after every single game. You yeah. Know you, what I mean? you look at some of the teams that started two and oh, and then get destroyed, miss the playoffs. And that's a great, you know, advice, especially for gamblers, because a lot of times you see w- one week and then complete crazy overreactions. And we always talk about that week two, when you're picking your games, don't overreact to that week one. If you had a strong feeling or you know, whatever you, you were really high on the team. It could just be one bad game. Don't totally throw yeah. out your shit by low, Sean by low. Exactly. Look for the, look for that overreaction spread. See if you can jump on that tons of line value there. And uh, of course you can head over to mybookie.ag to take advantage of that potential line value. Either week one, week two, live betting prop bets. They got it all in game wagering mybookie.ag. Use that promo code bill bets for a hundred percent deposit bonus. Bill, appreciate you calling in, man. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, dude. All right, guys. Go, Pats. I'll see you <laughs> later. Good times with uh, Bill Burr. And of course, check out Bill Burr, Monday Morning Podcast. One of the best out there. And speaking of one of the best, one of the best betting mobile apps is BetQL. Listen, in this game run, in this game of finding picks and making picks, giving out free picks. You can never have one thing and that's too much data. You can ne- you can't have enough. BeckQL. They got it all. They got you want to track line movement? They can help you out. You want to see which team the public is backing? BeckQL's got you covered. You want to see some of the trending bets of the day? That's BeckQL. You want to calculate your return on your investment, Ryan. BeckQL has got you covered. It's free to download for your Apple or Android device. Head over to BeckQL.co and download the app. The only app you need to make you smarter when it comes to betting. BetQL is brought to you by the makers of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy optimizer, trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. BetQL.co. Kramer, let's do it. Oh, Sean, have you stretched? Are you ready? <laughs> I might pull a hand. I, 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 listen, we've had all summer. Um, although it's funny all summer to look at these lines and yet so much has changed in the last couple of weeks, even since the last time we talked about it, 
So, I, I mean, Sean, let's should we just should we just dive in? Are we just Kick making picks off. now? Yes. All right. Well, Thursday night, the tradition like none other, the Super Bowl winner, in this case, the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Atlanta Falcons for a revenge spot potentially for the Falcons. Suddenly, with Carson Wentz out, the Falcons are laying a point in Philadelphia. Uh, even I question this. Minus one twenty on the money line, plus one hundred for the Eagles. Forty-five is the total. It, we did mention a different spread. Yes, when we just talked to Bill, it was the night before, and it was two and a half. Now the Philadelphia Eagles are home dogs. Have have the? I mean, do you remember the dog mask? You remember Lane Johnson? You remember? You remember Chris Long? You remember? That this team was disrespected, and you remember how they responded, and you're going to make them a home dog once again. What has Atlanta done in the off season that makes you think they're just going to come in and blow the doors off? Yes, Carson Wentz is not at the helm, and that hurts their offense. But you still have Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles at the helm. I, I mean, yeah, uh, they are missing Alshon Jeffrey, but you know what they have that they didn't have last time: Jason Peters and Jordan Hicks, leading players on both sides of the ball. You got Jay Ajayi healthy. <laughs> Were you? Are you preparing? Because when when Atlanta was the dog, I I, kind, I enjoyed that side of it. I, yes. I think it's going to be a close game uh, at two and a half. I, I would be fine taking the Falcons, but I think at a point there gets to a point where it's like, well, and maybe I just had time to think about it. Maybe I reminded myself, oh, that's right, it's Matt Ryan. Oh, Matty hey, Ice I, on the road. I know he he's a he's a cool bro who likes to drink natural ice, and he he's from <laughs> Philadelphia or some shit yes. like that. But I, I then I remember, oh, it's the Falcons, and they're going outside to a. Uh, uh, granted, it's not going to be cold or anything anything like that, but it may actually be humid. It's go. High. They're going outside. They're going to be playing a just a super savage crowd. Savage. And we won one fucking Super Bowl, and this is the game where they're raising the banners. And you want to come in? You're not. You're not making the Super Bowl champs a favorite at home. That is the definition of disrespect. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So all, all of that being said, like I, I, I really want to take the Falcons here, but there, there's a I. I uh, Nick Foles is. It, it's so hard to do this, but Nick Foles doesn't look good. No, Nick Foles doesn't look good in the preseason, right? This guy shows up in big games, and this game at home is a big game. Now, here, what's the key to Nick Foles? The key to Nick Foles is giving him time to throw the football with Jason Peters in there, who didn't play all preseason, looks 100%. They're going to have time to throw the football. They're going to scheme up. I mean, if you want to play, if you want to talk about fantasy, Jay Ajayi, I think, could have a big game because they're going to be running screens. They're going to be getting him going in the first half. That's going to loosen up the Atlanta defense. And really, I think this game is just going to come down to Philly's defense playing really well. And I, I like what they've done. Yeah, Timmy Tim Jernigan's out, but they brought they brought in Haloti Nata, Michael Bennett. That defensive line, Derek Barnett, second year, he's looking better. Brandon Graham is fired up. Fletcher Cox said he's going to try and be. The defensive player of the year. He looks. You want to talk about preseason? That guy was just fucking destroying offensive lines. Long, Cox, and Chris Long still looks good. This pass rush is going to get the Atlanta Falcons, and Jordan Hicks being there really helps them out. I, I do think not having Nigel Bradham there hurts their run defense, but this team shows up. They defend the the trophy at home. 
it's going to be a nightmare for the Atlanta Falcons who didn't look great in the preseason. Now you can say the Eagles look rusty, but the the Falcons didn't look great. I, I just think this is a tough spot for this Falcons team who oh and two against the Jim Schwartz defense. And I think uh, Thursday night, they make it oh and three. I got it. it. It'll be a competitive game. I got it like 23, 17 Eagles. Yeah. I mean, uh, week one is not, is not the week to get into a bunch of trends or data because it's the start of something new and you don't have a sample size, Sean. This is the ultimate. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it, it's, uh, it's appropriate. It, it's, this is the ultimate time where you, you don't, you don't, don't, don't try to overthink it. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons, but look at, just look at the slate. How many home dogs do we have? Right. Yeah, on this what, slate. What? Cleveland. You want to compare the super bowl champs to Cleveland? What's funny is Raiders. I, the I, Raiders are a home dog. You want to compare them to the Raiders? What's funny is I'm about to pick the Eagles, and you're getting very defensive. Not no, I'm a, I'm mad at the lines makers. I mean, I guess I'm not mad at them. If my bookie.ag wants to give away their money, then that's their this, choice. This, this isn't the line. They opened it where it opened, and now it's being bet. Yes, that's what's happening here. Uh, I will go against this <laughs> this action. I will. Admittedly, I did bet it when it was at. Philly minus four because I was sure that Carson Wentz was going to play, and I thought I was getting a great number. So again, probably probably worth waiting on these lines, but <laughs> <laughs> well, not if you get on the right side, like say Giants plus four. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fade this line movement. I'm gonna fade the uh, the public opinion, and uh, yeah, give me give me Philly. It's as as gross as it is, Sean. I gotta take Philly that here. Is Thursday a night. Disgusting act. Raising the banners. Well, and e- everyone, I think everyone thinks about that Patriots Chiefs game last year as oh, the defending champs got whooped at home. But that is a first off, that's a, that's that was an anomaly. You got Andy Reid opening opening day, which is uh you want to talk about trends that actually matter. When Andy Reid has a long time to prepare, he is a he is a good coach. He coaches them up. So and that I think was more the anomaly. If you look at the the previous years, playing Sean, eighty percent, eighty percent of the cash. Please say Falcons. Please say Falcons. Seventy percent of the tickets on the Falcons. Oh. I felt I felt I felt a little nervous, but now I feel much better. All right, let's should we move on to Sunday, Sean? <laughs> I can talk about this game all day. I know you can. Sunday, 10 a.m. kick. It, I I feel we like we will be in the uh, beautiful oh Westgate. Um, Confirmed, it is free again. Westgate. Not like March Madness. Yeah, there was a there was a little hiccup there with their formula, but we will be in the Westgate ballroom where they have uh, just movie screens <laughs> size. Uh, Get monitors it out. going. Get it out. Sorry, I'm a little tipsy, a little fired up, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I, apparently, uh, I don't know how true this is. Unconfirmed sources have told me that uh, apparently it didn't go over well when they charged for seats <laughs> during March Madness. So they're they're going back to making it free. Uh, it is definitely a great place to check out games. We're not being paid at all, but no, they should t- pay us. 10 a.m. One of the games that give pro- us me, give me a drink ticket. Come one, on, man. One of the teams that will definitely be off to the side. One of the games that will be off to the side is this one. Seems to happen every year. Pittsburgh Steelers with I guess without Le'Veon Bell at this point. It does appear that way. He's they're heading to Cleveland, where this line opened, Sean. I think I think what? Six and a half. It's come all the way down to four <laughs> plus one seventy five for the Browns, minus two ten for the Steelers. Forty six is the total. So so Cleveland money is pouring in. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know the Sharps love them some. By the way, Hugh Jackson one and thirty one. What more do you need to well, see? By the way, why is it that the GM or the head coach weren't doing the cuts for the Cleveland Browns? Did you watch so the latest? Weird. And so weird. why did they have this assistant? He was like the assistant GM, looked like Bill Simmons, and he was so nervous. So yeah, it's uh, it's time to have that conversation. You know, it's a it's a tough business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to be great. Be a man and look him in the eye. Go, Fuck. Hey, you, you played, you played hard. I mean, I appreciate it. Or just say, Hey man, uh, appreciate you showing up. Best yeah. of luck. Shake his hand. They realize it's the NFL. You don't need a coddle of a yeah. grown NFL player. It's, it's super awkward. It, it's hard to watch. It and just shows that Hugh Jackson is not a good coach, has no control of the team. And they, they haven't even decided who's starting at left tackle. He wouldn't answer that question. The team's in disarray. Now Tyrod Taylor Ryan, who you have a hard on for, yeah, he can limit the turnovers. I think he's a great. I think he's a great quarterback, Sean. Right, and your 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 hokey love is making you crazy. He's a huh. bottom ten quarterback. Whoa, oh, I'll take that bet right now. <laughs> okay, I don't know how we, we quantify this, but I'll take that bet. <laughs> all right, he's quantify, not a bottom. Quantify it in wins. That's how we quantify it. He made the fucking playoffs last year, Sean. <laughs> the every argument you use for Nick Foles, just I mean. Tyrod, oh come on! Drag. Nick Foles is so much Tyrod better than Tyrod. That Buffalo is not a playoff team with Nick Foles last year. Dude, you're crazy. No, it's just it, crazy. He when when teams are bad, they need a quarterback. They can give them a little, a little bit, a little breathing room. No, listen, I, this isn't a this isn't a statement. You don't on like Tyrod. Cleveland right here. You don't like <laughs> Cleveland as a home dog, Sean. <laughs> One and thirty-one. I'll I'll fade that all day. Yeah, Hugh I'm Jackson, gonna fade it too. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so glad Le'Veon Bell's not playing. This Le'Veon Bell is not worth two and a half points. No, and if you want to talk daily fantasy or any fantasy, uh, Connor, the backup. I think this. I mean, if you listen to the, how pissed off their O linemen are, I think they're going to be motivated to wow. to show that they don't need Le'Veon Bell. I think this could be a statement game, and it goes deeper than that, Connor. Local kid, cancer survivor. Oh, come on! Came back in college. I, I mean, it, it, and and honestly, like when he was in at Pitt, like he looked like a first round NFL running back. So I have no doubt he could step in. I a couple of days again. I'm not getting too deep into this game. Let's fade Hugh Jackson. Yes, and let's not apply two and a half points of line value to Le'Veon Bell. It's a simple formula. I'm does a, this I'm line also on Pittsburgh? Does he get the three? I mean, God damn. <laughs> if that gets the three. Oh, oh no. They're in trouble. All right. Well, we're uh I feel like we're chalky because we we took the Eagles, but they're, it, they're not actually chalk. Anyway, moving on. Up to the spaceship where the Minnesota Vikings are hosting the Jimmy G, the, the very handsome Jimmy G led San Francisco 49ers. The Vikings are laying six and a half points, minus 275 on the money line, plus 225 for the 49ers. 46 is your total. Zimmer said Dalvin Cook is full go. I, I, I don't you love this Minnesota team? Like, isn't this a classic, like, I can't wait. I, I mean, I, I know you weren't as high on Minnesota. I, actually, you were quite a high on Minnesota. Yeah. You had them winning. I like this Minnesota team. We've always talked about Zimmer gets the most out of his guys, yep. especially on the defensive side of the ball. Good they coach. have a shutdown corner. They have a pass rush. 
and they they went out and got a quarterback that sure it will make them higher variance this year. But what did I say when we broke down the NFC North? They are going to destroy people at home. They whatever they did in that building, they built themselves an amazing home field advantage and on the flip side, San Francisco is a team I've been itching to fade. And this should be 7 points, period. It's on the wrong side of seven. Wow, you're no, you're not. It probably should what, be Ryan. What but I'm, I'm gonna go. Listen, I brought two pens out here so I could throw <laughs> one at you. What are you doing? Here's what I'm doing. You you you're searching for a dog, aren't you? No, I would never do such a thing. <coughs> I, it Minnesota feels a little too easy. And if you remember Kirk Cousins last year, opening day at home against the Philadelphia Eagles, as a favorite, didn't pull it out, and even. Turn the ball over a couple times, one including a defensive touchdown, which helped me uh, win two hundred thousand dollars in the Millionaire Maker. So, which I witnessed at the uh, West. Congratulations, Sean! I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the podcast. I think this game. Here's what I think of this game. If you've watched that San Francisco team last year, and even during Jimmy G's run where they went five and zero or whatever, which I, I overall for the season, I'm looking to fade San Francisco and get on Minnesota. However. Situationally, I think this could end up for me. This game feels like Minnesota gets out to a big lead and Jimmy G racks up some garbage yards and some garbage points. This to me feels like one of the few games on the slate where the spread will matter. Our buddy Christian Pina from Inside Vegas points out how often the spread doesn't matter. I'm going to make a bold prediction and say this is the, a game. <laughs> Where the spread will matter. This actually, to me, feels like a three or four point game. Now, I went into the season thinking, hey, I want to go against the 49ers a lot. I think they're a little yes. overhyped. Smart. I'm going to this I'm is where to you take them here. But this is where you sell the stock because it's at its highest. It's never going to be highest or higher than when, when they, before they play games because this team is not going to be good. I don't think they're ever going to be that good. The stock is at a tie point. Sell, sell, sell. I'm buying baby and for this particular game, Jimmy G in the dome. He'll be able to move the ball enough to keep them competitive. Th- Obviously I'm worried about Jarek McKinnon not being there because it seemed like Shanahan had a hard on for him. Alfred I think Morris, Shanahan, that? Yeah. I think Shanahan schemes enough to get them the cover again. This is not going to be my lock or my dog. Wow. You're backing off it already. No, I'm not backing off at it. Slowly I, I just, walk away. I just know a game where I don't feel, uh, listen, I, I know they but opened the season uh, against the saints last year and beat them by 10. Like to me, this is a no brainer They They were so good at home. It's just that that's all it, I see. I see what you're doing. I know you're trying to fill some dogs out on that, on that card over there. Yep. I just mm. moving on, Sean, your boy, Andrew luck and the mm. Indianapolis Colts. They host the Cincinnati Bengals. Colts are minus two and a half. Definitely see some threes out there. So I like, line. I like the two and a half. Minus one fifty on the money line. Cincinnati plus one thirty. Forty eight and a half is the total. Been hearing a lot of chatter about how Cincinnati's becoming a darling pick week one. <laughs> uh, I mean, what what am I missing here, Sean? Well, listen, Cincinnati is the. I'll give them the Super Bowl for square sharp of the year, uh, team, because everyone who fancies themselves a handicapper is. I'm seeing stuff that you guys aren't seeing in the Cincinnati Bengals. What I'm seeing is a guy like Marvin Lewis who consistently disappoints, right? Five and 11, his past 16 road games. He's a guy who's not going to win on the road. And listen, 
sometimes you can overthink these things when it comes to betting on the NFL. And sometimes you just have to ride a trend like Andrew luck being the second best quarterback against the spread. You know why? Cause the guy just figures out how to win fucking games. It doesn't need to get more complex than that. Now, what was it? What were the Colts greatest weakness in the Andrew luck era? And that was coaching horrible coaching, except for when our buddy um, uh, Arians was there. They had a good run. They were well coached then Pagano, not a good coach. And they had horrible offensive line play. That's why Andrew luck had to take a season and a half off because he got the shit kicked out of him. Now they got Quentin Nelson. He's pulling out of the guard spot. He's dominating the offensive line. He's moving the line. Now is, (laughs) is Andrew luck a little scared to go deep to T Y Hilton? Maybe so. Maybe not. I think they roll coverage to T Y Hilton. And again, I've said it a million times in the daily fantasy podcast. I think Jack Doyle has a big game against this Bengals defense. Now the contrarian is like, Oh, Indy's defense, they're dog shit. They're at home. But I, I think Indy's defense is enough to keep them in it. This is the game you want Andrew luck. This is the game. Now, maybe you fade him week two, week three, where the adrenaline, where he's not playing at home, whatever the situations are. I haven't even looked at their schedule, but this seems like a spot where Andrew luck shows up. He comes out and says, Hey, I'm back. Uh, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm not buying Cincinnati like some other people. Yeah. And may, maybe I remember like the crowd is going to be so juiced up to see Andrew luck and they had a year of Jacoby Brissett. Come on. Maybe my theme here is like, just like j- much like Matt Ryan, who just got paid and has to go outside and hard at a difficult environment. Andy Dalton is, is going into a difficult environment and we know what Andy Dalton is. Don't we? Yes. It's, it's a mediocre and less than quarterback. And like our buddy, uh, Dr. Chow at pro football doc mentioned of the quarterbacks coming back from injury, Andrew luck. He said he was the safest play. He was the guy that he thought was the most healed. And that's all I need to hear. You're giving me a healthy Andrew luck, less than three points. This is a game. He shows up and wins. Yeah. And, and Oh, by the way, Oh, I, I know teams are no team would be looking ahead after mm. week one, but they got Cincinnati's got to head to Baltimore after this. So <laughs> division division game. Are possibly. we are we on the same fucking picks? No, I had the 49ers right. Oh, thank God. Yeah, give me the Colts. I'm I'm back. I'm all in on Andrew Luck this year. 30 to 1 MVP. Maybe Cash it. Next up. Oh, what a shit fest this is going to be. Buffalo led by Mr. Peterman. They head down to Baltimore. Well, Baltimore is laying eight points, minus three forty on the money line. Buffalo plus two seventy. Forty and a half is the total. You know what this is, Sean. Circle it. This is the ugly. This uh, is the ugly dog of the week. Ugliest right? dog of the mall. U- ugliest dog. Uh God. I mean, can can you back he can't throw five picks and a half again, can he? <laughs> can he? I mean, you would think you would regress from five picks and a half, but either way, I'm not taking. Buffalo. I like, I like Buffalo situationally. Normally I don't think they're going to be quite as bad, but I think part of that, them not being as bad is them getting Josh Allen in the lineup. So it, it may take a couple games for them to do that. There's no line value here in taking Baltimore. Cause they opened up at like minus three and a half. Everyone saw how good the Ravens kind of are as a team. Joe Flacco has a fire lit under his ass. Harbaugh is still a solid coach. I like Baltimore to win the division. I'm going to take him at minus eight. Whoa. 
Really? You're laying yes. these points. I don't, I don't like it, but I'm going to have to, uh, to me, this is just the, again, I'm not going to overthink it. There has been a lot of line movement here. And while it does seem like Buffalo could be horrible, horrible dog shit. I see 92% of the money on Jesus. the Ravens. I see 92% of the money on a Ravens team led by Joe Flacco laying more than mm-hmm. a touchdown. Give me the dog, Sean. This was my attempt at dog hunting. And hey, listen, I, I I see where you're coming from here, but I it's so obvious. It. Peterman sucks. Ah, there's no way they're. Come on, Sean you, McDermott is a good coach. You don't see this as a like this. This is going to be a classic. Like they kick a field goal, win by five. I I mean I don't completely disagree. Baltimore's probably not one of my strongest plays at minus eight, but I'm going to fade Peterman on the road. Next up, Sean, it's the. So you're taking a road Peterman play. I'm taking a well. Maybe Allen gets uh, get how many how many picks before Peterman is pulled? <laughs> if we see Josh Allen, I may may head over to my bookie and get some in game wager because I I like that kid. I I just I I wonder I wonder about this number with Joe Flacco. I I think again the theme here. I think some we're like like a bunch of non non football playing months have happened, and all of a sudden we have a different perception of Joe Flacco, like that he's worthy of laying this many points. Get the fuck out of here. Next up, Sean, we have a, I, I don't know, much anticipated Tom Coughlin revenge, <laughs> revenge spot. Jacksonville heading into New York, laying the field goal mi- minus <laughs> minus three, minus one twenty, minus one sixty five on the money line for Jacksonville, plus one forty for the Giants. Forty three and a half is the total. I mean, I we this was a line that I gave out in the summer. Giants plus four. Yeah. Uh, it's moved a point. That's probably smart movement. I think this line is right where it probably needs to be. Ah, Ryan, am I going to take Blake Bortles as a road favorite? You bet I am. Oh my goodness! You bet I am because hashtag God hates Jags, Sean. God hates Jags, but God also God also hates poor offensive line play. You are you're punching your ticket to Saxonville. This defensive line does not fuck around, and your offensive line is a mess. I I think it's going to be a bit of a problem. Sean, who do they play next week? Who? Who do, who who is the worst team that Jacksonville could have on deck? Jacksonville has no rivals. But who sure. is the worst team that they could have on deck for the them Patriots. to make the Patriots? They play the Patriots week two at home. At home. All right, possible look ahead spot. Non-conference but I don't, road spot. You can't look Blake ahead. Portals on the road. Listen, it's a bad formula. And at four, <laughs> I'm thinking about it much more. But at minus three, give me the Jags. The the Giants, Ryan, who explain to me the cornerback structure of the New York oh, Giants. Jesus Christ. Okay, so you have Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. That guy's a player. Yeah. Right? Baller. I'll give him that. Eli, Eli Apple, Apple, disaster of a second t- season. He'll, he'll, he's wanting back. to wanting to battle players. Landon Collins has his back. He's recommitted <laughs> to the team. Who's and Dante Dion is the guy. That you and all these other fucking talking heads that want to talk <laughs> shit about the Dante Dion is going to come in and play the slot. Uh, he's a baller. I don't really care, Sean. Okay, I know you don't I'll, care, I'll, but people who have money on Vernon the game is care. out with a high ankle sprain. That's the more concerning thing. Evan Ingram concussion. He's back. He's practicing. I just want to see the offense, Sean. I want to see Beckham healthy. Hey, it'll be it'll be fun. There'll be a Giants will have a couple big plays. But I think eventually the Jags defense will be too much. You want the hot take? 
Sure. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Barkley, Barkley goes for over a hundred and two touchdowns. <laughs> All right. I mean, the Jags defense is really good. I the think run defense is not okay. Why, so no, two no, touchdowns a and a hundred yards. I'm saying that's the hot take. Sean. Okay. All right. Well, that's the take you just gave. Give me the Jags minus three. I'll take the Giants, and this is where I point out, even though they were the number one defense in the league last year, according to DVOA, Sean, twenty seventh against the run. So it's definitely the way to exploit them in the this new revamped mauling offensive line of the New York Giants. It's going to come out and smash some heads. Next up, Sean, Tampa, the Jameis Winstonless. Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Ryan Fitzpatrick. They head down to the dome in new Orleans where new Orleans is laying 10 minus five twenty on the money line, three ninety five for the bucks. 49 and a half is your total that uh, that total seems low. I know it's high, but it's 49 and a half second highest total on the board uh, tied with uh, the, the Rams Oakland game. And then still Houston. seems low. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it and I think Pina mentioned it. I know I got a lot of guys in DFS going for the Saints. This Tampa Bay team is just dog shit. But and all right, is there not a narrative where it's like there's a narrative for sure that uh, Tampa Bay Gerald McCoy makes a couple plays. They got a defensive touchdown. I I, I randomly have a soft spot for uh, Fitzsimmons, but I I don't think Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, sorry. <laughs> I love that guy. He went to Harvard, Ryan, as they bring up every other time. This guy went to Harvard. He is a he's a, a baby he is a wheel, smart man. guy. Yeah, I, nice I, accent. Nice accent. That's horrible. I'm gonna take the Saints minus ten here. I part of me would like to take a divisional game and take the big number, but I'm just so against this Tampa Bay team. I just don't see it, man. Why? I just don't see it. And I think uh, they're loaded. Tampa Bay, Cameron Bright, OJ Howard, Godwin, Evans, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, they have, they have skill position players. Running backs, a bit of a question. Offensive line, a little bit of a question. The defense has players. Th- this just strikes me as the kind of game, uh, kind of like the Buffalo one, mm-hmm. where maybe I come after two of these spots and I hit one, but I, I, one of these two teams is not covering. Now, the thing I'll say about the Saints is the Saints have the offense to manage this. Yes, and that that would be my hesitation. And I, this this is by no means a game that I'm looking to play. But uh, again, ten points. It's a lot of points. I'm I'm going to take the dog. Uh, <laughs> wow, you are extra chalky today, Sean. What do you mean? Just hoping that the uh, the league continues like last year. <laughs> I took the 49ers catching six and a half. I took the Eagles again, another contrarian play for some reason. Well, you, you're, you're certainly on the public side in this one, 80%, almost 80% on the saints. It is early in the week though. So some of these numbers don't mean that much. Next up, Sean Houston, Bill O'Brien, a little, a uh, little big brother game here, heading up to new England where Belichick and the Patriots are laying six and a half minus two seventy. Plus two ten two twenty for the Texans. Fifty one is the total, highest total on the board, as you were mentioning mentioning before. Uh, Texans are actually getting some love, right? And everyone's kind of talking about how whoa. getting some love. I mean, <laughs> listen now that now that gambling's legal in a lot of states and fantasy football and that, 
I think fantasy football is having even a bigger impact in this line play. I mean, everyone has a hard on for Deshaun Watson. Again, great guy, great player, but he was three and three, right? Like this is a tough spot to go into new England and beat the Patriots coming off a loss. We mentioned it with bill, but Belichick is coming off a loss. I think the Patriots perpetually find motivation. And I think that's as much as it pains me to say this. I think that's kind of their greatest asset is they've in this five super bowl run, they found ways to stay motivated. They don't get complacent and I don't think they're going to be complacent at home opening day against the Texans. And and Belichick just doesn't get beat by his assistants. Like it just doesn't happen. No, he doesn't. I and know we're talking about a spread here. We're not. We're not picking games straight up like uh, Lee Corso and those guys <laughs> there on the college game day. Yeah, someone someone tweeted out. They go, "Wow, people uh, wonder why ESPN's the ratings wondering are down. why the ratings are down. They're picking yeah like twenty eight point spreads straight up and acting like they have some sort of insight. This is a you know this is going to be a. 31 17 game. I, I, as much as you could make a case for Houston's defense and the fact that they're completely healthy and how they could kind of wreck the shop of new England. I'll say this about new England. Look what they did against the Eagles. The Eagles had a really good defense going into that super bowl and they gave Brady a bunch of time. I mean, obviously Brady dropped a wide open pass and Brady fumbled the ball away when he, when they did get to him and they basically made that one play that they needed to beat him. But New England schemed up a good game, and I just can't imagine Belichick having the whole offseason stewing about that Super Bowl loss, and he's going to lose to a guy he used to be his boss. That's a tough scenario for me to swallow. And I mean, you know, we had a doctor, we had an actual doctor on talking about the the coming back from the knee injury, and I think regardless of how well, how if he can play or not, he's not going to be a hundred percent. And with a guy like Deshaun Watson, I think you have to worry that you know, part of what makes him great is his ability to do great things. And he does a lot of those great things with his legs. So will that be the same? Will the offensive line hold up? You can say a lot of the same things about the Patriots. The difference is that Belichick and Brady have a track record of doing more with less. I may be wrong here, but I'm not going to come out of the gate going against the Patriots, especially when I, when I can lay less than a touchdown against a team that I think I, you know, look, Houston could be a really good team and drop this game by 17 points. So I'm with you, Sean. We're, we're both on new England. Lock it up last of the early kicks and maybe another game that none of us will give a shit about Tennessee, Uh-oh. the Tennessee Titans head down to Miami where Miami is a two point home dog. 45 is the total. I didn't see a money on they, they do not have a money lineup on this over at my bookie. 45 is the total. Sean, I, I you, you gotta you gotta look at you gotta look at Miami early in the season. Just like we're gonna talk about in a couple games with another team. Early season home field advantage. I think mm. you can apply Tampa. Especially to this. humidity. Humidity. And someone's gonna you know, you're gonna be like, well, Tennessee, it's humid there. It's not Miami. Marcus Mariota is not good. Why am I the only guy <laughs> who sees that? Am I fucking crazy? And it's like, another Belichick disciple who, I mean. These guys don't. Belichick doesn't let them do like he lets them do stuff, but he doesn't actually like share the intelligence. No. So none of these guys have really succeeded. Uh, I don't. Marcus Mariota had more interceptions than touchdowns last year. Why are we still talking about this guy like he's a franchise quarterback? Because he threw a touchdown to himself. That was awesome. (laughs) That was awesome. And yeah, he was in a great situation. 
Andy Reid in the playoffs. They found a way to fuck that up. If if Travis Kelsey doesn't have his brain pushed in. Seriously, that was the turning point. That was the turning point to the game. This this Tennessee team, Marcus Mariota is not a winner. I I really don't like Miami, but I like Miami in this spot. Ryan, we talk about how September is the new preseason football and to not overreact. Our buddy uh, Bill Burr even said it. Oh, week one, everyone's gonna his lock was that week one, everyone's gonna be all the talking heads are gonna be fired up and and making broad, crazy statements for the season. And I think the fact that Miami will win this game, will win it by a decent margin, and then all of a sudden become the sleeper darling, I think will eventually fall off. I know it's kind of crazy to predict that, but I I like Miami in this spot, but I don't like the Dolphins for this season. Yeah, I think I, I mean I think I agree with everything you said. I I I don't think the Dolphins it was surprising for me to see that 65% of the money on the Dolphins again early in the week. This is not a heavily bet game, so the the number doesn't mean a ton to me, but surprised to see that. And I mean, th- this is I I don't I don't know. I got to see Tennessee do something honestly. Like Miami I know you're low on Miami. I'm higher on Miami, but I think I just think this is one of the games that they get as a win. They shouldn't be a two-point dog to Tennessee. That that's that's really what this comes down to, Sean. Agreed. Next up, early <coughs> afternoon kicks here on the West Coast. Kansas City heads to Los Angeles, Sean, in the soccer stadium where the Chargers are laying three and a half points, minus one eighty-five on the money line. Plus one fifty five for the new look Chiefs. Forty eight's the total. You back in Mahomes in his uh, first real start? <sighs> yeah, I, I keep going back and forth on this. What? What? Because this is another one. Uh, Kansas City is. This is a very uh, like kind of the, the stereotypical pros versus Joe's game. The public's on Sandy. Or I, so there it is. The public's on Los Angeles. Sean. San Diego. Superchargers charge, and the pros are on Kansas City. Mm. This number is probably too big. Yeah, it is a divisional game. I I don't love. It's gonna feel a little bit like a home game. Here's a here's here's where I'm looking at of this game. I really like the over. That's what I really like in this game because I think Kansas City's defense can't stop anyone, and I think the Chargers will put up a lot of points. What I'm scared about is Andy Reid having a bunch of time to scheme up some stuff that uh, I think will put the chargers, you know, we'll fuck the chargers up. And also the chargers are just such a snake bitten franchise. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go, I'm going to go chargers minus three and a half. I've debated this a lot. I just moved my pick on the spreadsheet wow. to chargers minus three and a half. And that's because Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram against Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes, I think will end up being a good quarterback in this league. However, you watch any, any of his early stuff, he's turnover prone, right? He'll give you a couple big plays. And that's again, why I like the over. I think if you look at a, a fantasy defense, I think there's a defensive touchdown possible for this Los Angeles chargers team. And I think that'll end up being the difference and why they covered the spread. If it gets close, Obviously, there's a chance Casey wins outright because of how snake bitten this Chargers team is. And Kansas City has plenty of weapons. So there's definitely a case to be made for the uh, Chiefs, but I'll, I'll lean Chargers here. Yeah, I mean, 
again, this is they're another team where they this defense got so much better last year. They 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 brought in the kid from Florida State, Kane, to play. Say they, they have the pass rush, and uh, but they 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 struggle to to stop the run. And if you were to highlight a weakness of this defense last year, it was stopping the run. And you know they they the teams that were able to kind of beat them up and run on them, you 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 take Bosa out of the game. Yeah, and I think as much as I don't like the Chiefs this but season, but how do, how does how much does Andy Reid actually commit to the run? I think you Andy, know he is just he's just sitting there with the heart on, waiting to unleash. You haven't Patty even Mahomes. well, you haven't even mentioned the coaching disadvantage that Anthony Lynn has. And uh, Reed has won seventy percent. He's seven and three straight Sean, up. Sean, we've been Road watching openers. college football. We're, we're, we're we forgot about the spreads in the NFL. Like you can't just throw a three and a half in a divisional game where you don't have any home field advantage and be like, that's cool. It. I know Mahomes is going to turn the turn the ball over, but it's the NFL. Like this, we're not going to see all these crazy blowouts. Now, but, this is going to sound really bad when we just see a whole bunch of. But shit Ryan, Ryan, the exception is. You're, I, I think if you take the chiefs, I respect that pick and that play, but you're underestimating how dog shit the Kansas city chiefs defense in particular, their secondary is. I, I don't, I hate doing the double negative, but I don't disagree, Sean. <laughs> I just don't. We, we spent the whole preseason talking about their lack of a home field and, and, and from- how many chiefs fans are going to be showing up to this game. And I like the Chargers to have a chance to win this game. I just can't lay three and a half. They're gonna miss a kick. They're gonna do something that fucks it up. Give me Kansas City plus the points here. Okay, just an update. Eric Berry. This is from Coach Andy Reid. He's day to day. It's not looking good. Oh no. The Chiefs turned over their entire secondary, shedding six cornerbacks from last year and planning to start Ron Parker at one of the two safety spots. Eric Berry's not going to play from my, from my knowledge. And I think that'll be a big passing day for Phillip and company. So look, start Keenan Allen. I mean, if you play Antonio Gates, you, I've I think heard you, of crazier stuff. I think you target this game for DFS period. And I, I, like I said, DFS is the or over is the play in this game. See, I, I I'll go the other way. I think it's so obviously an over. I'm going to take the under, I think. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. Like, I I just want to be super, I want to be contrarian for these early this this week one. Well, you're not very contrarian, man. I I guess you do have the Giants and the Bucks. I'll give you that. I, wow. And Buffalo. Yeah, I I I have some unpopular picks. <laughs> I don't feel like can't I. The Chargers are definitely the 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 public and more popular yes. side, so I, I have it there too. Next up, Sean, one twenty five kick here on the West Clo- Coast, Seattle. I guess Earl Thomas is playing. We don't know. And either How way, can he play? either way, Russell the Love Muscle will lead the Seahawks down into Denver, where Case Keenum and the Broncos are laying three minus one fifty on the money line. Seattle plus one thirty. Forty three is the total. Right, we've been talking this game up enough. Denver minus three at home. Emmanuel Sanders, Case Keenum, I like that option. Obviously, if Earl Thomas plays and is a hundred percent, well, I guess we'll see. But Denver at home early is a huge advantage. Again, the collective bargaining agreement doesn't allow these guys to quite get their conditioning right. And uh I, I just Seattle, probably not a great team. Maybe maybe they pull this out because they do have the best player probably on the field, Russell 
Wilson, but I feel good about Denver minus three. Yeah, not much to say here. Uh, I I I like Russell Wilson to have a good year statistically. Uh, I, I hopefully Baldwin can stay healthy. I just think this is the bad spot. I think the defense is going to struggle. Uh, there's no way Earl Thomas is is just going to play, right? Maybe. I, I guess who knows? Who knows? He, there's no way he can be ready to play at altitude. Yeah, uh, at altitude. I do worry about Case Keenum, but I I like the receivers they put around him. I like the Royce Freeman kid. I think they're gonna. I think they could do something on offense and I know they're going to be good on defense. So Denver is very obvious to me, Sean. And I, and I don't think we mentioned this, Sean, but these lines, these are the free roll football contest lines. Yes. So if you're hearing the number and you like the side, go sign up contest.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And if you want to bet these lines, go to mybookie.ag, promo code SGP100 or SGP reload. Get in the contest. Get in so it. awesome. You're not, you're not going to, me and Sean are going to slay everyone. I'm predicting a top <laughs> two finish for us. I love it. Next up, Sean, another 125 kick Dallas and the cowgirls, Jason traveling with his shine box. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Does he check the shine box? Or <laughs> he is, should. It, is it carry on? Uh, Dallas is heading to Carolina and to take on your boy, Cam Newton as minus Carolina's minus three minus three, minus one forty. Five on the money line, 125 for the Cowboys, 42 and a half. This is an awfully low total. Um, it, it, it's interestingly low. Carolina rolls. Carolina <laughs> rolls. And I, I don't like Cam Newton. Again, I was the one who came up with Sham Newton. Don't try and steal that from me. That is my intellectual property. Over time, I like how you get more and more uh, aggressive at your claiming of the nickname Sham Newton. <laughs> D- Dallas. Name one matchup that the the Cowboys have better. Listen, Luke Keekley's healthy. He hasn't gotten a concussion yet. At Car- uh, Dallas has no one to catch a pass. Carolina's just going to stack the box. Yeah, they have so much more weapons on the offensive side. Cam Newton, as much as I don't like him personally, is a better quarterback. Is a playmaker. Why would this be even on a neutral field? I will say this: the potential strength of the Dallas defense is those linebackers, and if those linebackers can cover the combination of Greg Olson and Christian McCaffrey, it becomes an interesting game. But uh, uh, again, but the, Dallas's offense is or their strength is their offensive line, and they're not going to get that same push with all the injuries. The classic: it's a three-point spread. It, it, I guess, it could be. Uh, uh, you know, to me, Carolina, Dallas. Is closer to three and a half than Chargers Chiefs, so I will lay the points with Carolina. Um, not not to mention, uh, I just you know we got to see. I mean, we need to see the Cowboys' offensive line do something too. So this Cowboys could roll, but I'm taking Carolina. Javon Austin, starting uh, receiver. Uh, look, they, someone has to catch the ball. I, I don't know if you've watched the NFL Alan, in the past 30 years. Alan Hearns, Alan Hearns. That, <laughs> that's the uh, DFS guy this week. Sean, last of the late afternoon kicks, early afternoon here on the West Coast, the Washington professional football team, they head to Arizona. Sam where, Bradford is not a fucking franchise quarterback. Arizona's very excited to say Redskins. Uh, Arizona minus one, 44 is the total. I'm very torn here, Sean. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way because Sam Bradford, as much as he sucks, he has randomly showed up at a dome in week one home. I'm going, but I'm going to fade him. I actually think David Johnson will have a good game. 
So I do like that on the DFS side, but I think the skins pull this one out as uh, I'm not super high on the skins, but Alex Smith. And again, sometimes you just don't have to overthink it. Alex Smith is a guy who wins games and Sam Bradford <laughs> is a guy who loses games. So, <laughs> Alex Smith, 88, 62 and one as a starter. I know you're not going to look at some crazy trends, but I think they have a very conservative game plan. I'm really worried about Arizona's defense as far as what they can trot out there, especially week one. And I think David Johnson again has has a good game, especially from PPR, because he's just going to get a shitload of targets. And maybe that's enough. Maybe he breaks some. But gun to my head, I'm going to take the uh, the Redskins here. I mean, I guess so. Sure, Arizona could be bad. I think that's the the consensus is Arizona is going to be pretty bad. But but it is Sam Bradford, and it it is the first game of the season, and he is healthy, and he has had good games in the first game, even as recently as last year. So, uh, I don't know why, and in, in, I don't know what's wrong with you, Sean, because you're you're backing Gruden on the road. And Jay Gruden, baby. J, Jay Gruden, yeah, sure. Alex Smith was great with Andy Reid, but we've seen quarterbacks leave Andy Reid before, and it's not so pretty. No one's really talking about that. That is not a narrative, right? When you go from it's also a, true when you but go he from, look, when he you go good from with a, Harbaugh when you go from a quarterback guru to a self-proclaimed quarterback guru. I don't know if that's the best thing. Look, I don't think the Redskins are going to be horrible. I I think this is just a tough spot, and I, I like. Dare I say Bradford to have a decent game here? Give me the Cardinals minus one. Jigger, not a great coach, but possibly better than Steven Wilkes. We don't know. He was a good D coordinator for the Panthers, right? What, right? It was all right. The Giants wanted to hire there were rumors the Giants wanted to hire him, and I was very <laughs> happy they didn't they got uh Shermer. All right, John. Prime time. Sunday night football. Bears, Packers, Lambeau Field, Green Bay minus seven and a half. Minus three forty-five on the money line, plus two seventy-five for the Bears. Forty-seven and a half is the total. That's a lot of fucking points, right? A little too big. Did you see this news, Sean? What the Rams aggressively, aggressively went after Cleo, Cleo Mack uh, right before the Bears traded for him. Damn. I don't know how they're, where they're getting all this money. Uh, uh, did they get some, some sort of tax exemption when they moved to Los Angeles? <laughs> Um, that that would have been pretty interesting, but yeah, the Bears. I mean, is Mac going to be a difference maker? Uh, listen, I don't think that Bears defense was that bad to begin with, and if you throw Khalil back in, yeah, I think they're going to be better. I think uh, I, I think Nagy, decent coach, he has a scheme that they haven't seen before. Again, you're going against Green Bay at home, so I'm not taking them to win, probably not. But yeah, Chicago can keep this a one score game. Why do we? Why is Nagy going to be good? Like why, 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 why be good? is he because automatically going to be good? Well, he's not automatically going to be good, Ryan. But I'm predicting that he learned how to scheme up quarterbacks in the same way that Doug Peterson came from the Andy Reid coaching tree and went to Philadelphia and and took a rookie quarterback and developed a great system for him, which helped lead them ultimately to a Super Bowl championship. I think the Arizona. Or sorry, I think that. Nagy can help Trubisky a lot. And they have some, they have some playmakers around him. I think Jordan Howard, solid player. I think he could have a big season. Yeah. Tariq Cohen may still get a few catches in there. Trey yeah. Burton 
again, that's the kind of guy you want in a Andy Reed type system. I think all that leads to a, a competitive bears team. And, and I think the team is excited, right? The bears are jacked up. L- listen, green Bay at home in prime time. It's tough to go against them straight up, but I think seven, I think this is a game. So I'll take seven and a half. They're trapping you with the hook, Sean, because you know, what's still true. Very Mitch- should happen. Mitchell Trubisky still sucks. Yeah, I know. Why, you- why has that changed? We we did this uh, four five months no football and all of a well, sudden he did have John Fox. All of a sudden, Mitch. I watched him play in college, dude. He's had two full years of playing football. Lay the points. Give me Aaron Rodgers in total fu mode. Come on, dude. This is a ten point game. You can see it. So it's a possibility. You can I see mean, it. if someone teased Green Bay down from seven and a half, I, a minus one and a half, that's not a bad tease. But. I'm finishing strong with some favorites, Sean. Next up, the Jets on the early, the stupid early Monday night football game. Will Rex, Rex Ryan be calling this game? No, he will not. Be. Uh, the Jets. Where is Rex Ryan? I thought he was some calling mine somewhere. Games. <laughs> the Jets head to Detroit, where Matt Stafford and the Lions are minus seven, minus two. 80 on the money line plus 230 for the Jets. 45 is the total. Sean Stafford beats bad teams. That he does. But will he cover? No. He will not. Wow. Savior Sam and the New York Jets. I I like this Jets team. I rookie, don't know. Rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. First youngest start. youngest quarterback to start. But uh, younger uh, to start like a Monday night game or I don't know whatever the stat was. He's he's only 21, not 22 yet. The guy has composure in the pocket. I like what I've seen out of Sam Darnold. They have skill players, right? They have skill players. I think their defense is good enough. Todd Bowles, an okay coach. He, this he, to me is the Jets Super Bowl. I love fading them next week on a short week with Sam Darnold. But I think Sam Darnold makes enough plays to keep them in this game. This is tough, Sean, because Detroit. Is the kind of team that you would want to fade when they're laying seven points? Yes. It is an er, a strangely early kick. Will everyone be there? <laughs> yeah, it's Detroit. So no one has a job. Is that what you're trying to insinuate? Oh, come on, Ryan. Oh, I you. The you economy's not booming, but I think if you're going to a Lions game, you're <laughs> you're available at six ten p.m. on a Monday. Is it six ten? Aren't they Eastern? Or maybe they're seven ten. They're right on that edge. I think it's seven ten. Either way, they're going to be at the game. Okay. Or whoever's going to show up to the game, I, I, I like Sam Darnold here. There, you saw it with Wentz, you saw it with some other rookie quarterbacks. There is an early window before they kind of hit that rookie wall, before enough tape gets out on them, where guys who can play in the league really thrive, and they end up winning because they make a bunch of crazy plays. He'll make some plays with his feet. He'll kind of be playing above his head. He'll kind of crash down to earth. But I could see Sam Darnold getting out to a hot start. I. Mm. I just don't see I, this is another game where I'm just inclined to take. It's hard for me to to take chalk on Monday night, but that's where I think I want to go. Give me, give me Stafford and the fighting lions. Okay. Staff. I mean, come on, dude, you, the rookie <laughs> is going to get it. It's a dome road. I, I just don't, I don't see a, I don't see him being successful right away. I think there's too many stories and too much about his inconsistencies. I know he's looked good in the preseason, but that this is one of those like not so fast moments. Last game of the week, Sean. Let her rip. The awkwardly late game on on the on the East Coast. The Rams. They head down to Oakland where John Gruden. Yeah. 
depends which way you're looking at it. <laughs> they head up to Oakland where Oakland and John Gruden are four and a half point home dogs. Sean, this, this line opened, I think at a pick to put it in perspective. And it's just been bet by the Rams over and over and over all Rams money. 96% Sean, 96%. I, I, I we are I mean, there's no way 96% of the money's on one side. It's gone from pick to four and a half. Yeah. Do you like the Raiders? Four and a half points in the <laughs> NFL is a lot. I'm That's so, true. I so much want to take. I want to fade. I want to fade John Gruden. If John Gruden, they come out and they look amazing and their defense plays great, in spite of the fact of being not a good defense, and then, <laughs> and then getting rid of Cleo Mack, I'll eat some crow. Fill me up with the big bowl of crow, but uh, I I think I think the Rams can handle him. Todd Gurley. Who's tackling Todd Gurley on this Rams defense? It, it's a non-conference road game. The lines moved four and a half points, and I still Listen, like the favor. That's that's how bad this is. Like yeah, right, like there's plenty of warnings as far as why you shouldn't take this, but uh, yeah, give me the Rams minus four and a half. I just don't see it with Oakland. I just don't see it. Gruden's coming in, changing the culture, firing video coordinators who've been there for years. It kind of reminds me of chip Kelly, but I don't think they, I don't think he has the athletes or the brain. I I like, I I like Wade Phillips in that defense versus John Gruden, right? So if the, the Raiders do win the game, it's by outscoring them. And I just don't see how that happens. He's already not looked smart. I, I I just, he's come off really poorly. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm just fading. You know, I'm uh, sorry if I want to fade him and Hugh Jackson week <laughs> one. Although I, I, I wouldn't. I will lie. Tyrod almost had me. He almost had me. He almost sucked you in, Ryan. Is it time? Yeah. Happy birthday! That's right, Ryan. It is time for our lock, dog, and tease. Of course, brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Kramer, I'll give you the honors. Lock Denver. Yes. Uh, pretty obvious. I, I grabbed this at two earlier in the summer. Uh, I still like it at three. I think this Seattle team, perhaps a lot of questions and not, not the pass rush you want to see week one when you have a questionable offensive line for my dog, Sean, I didn't, I, I don't feel like I took a lot of dogs in that actual, like, oh, they could win this game range. And I'm not going to give you the Eagles or a the giants. So I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll throw the complete, like this, this is the game. And I believe we were out in Vegas together, Sean, when the, uh, the saints were hosting the Rams and we were sitting near a guy who had a $10,000 wager and, and on like a minus 500 bet yeah, and lost. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty awesome. Not recommended in the NFL taking minus 500 Tampa Bay. Wow. Strange feeling about this one. Okay. Super strange feeling about this one. Uh, and I, and I just like, I, I, honestly, I was going to throw out the giants, but you were going to, you would give me shit for that. No. I mean, so, if you're scared of me giving you shit, then yeah. no, no, no. I I'm, I'm going to throw out, I'm going to go, bit of a cop I'm going to go big week one and give you a four to one dog. All right. And everyone can come back and stroke it. I, so I will say this, Denver minus three. I will say this survival. I, like I'm not getting near I'm not getting near the saints in a survivor pool. I'm not teasing the saints this week. 
that game worries me. And uh, for my tease, speaking of teases, Sean, first up, bring New England down to minus six and, or to minus a half, right? Yep. Step one. Step two. Bring. Bring Detroit down to minus one because we know what Stafford does against bad teams. He just wins. Step three, you bring Green Bay down to one and a half. No way you no way this goes in here. No way this goes wrong for you. It's it it will not go wrong. It's too too well, I feel like getting the Detroit angle in there. I'm gonna have to sweat it to Monday night, but that's my tease. New England minus a half, Detroit minus one. Green Bay minus one and a half. All right. I'm on the clock. Carolina, my lock. So many. I mean, I love fading the Cowboys, but so much. Just the matchups alone. Panthers all the way. No one's going to listen to this lock this week because you're going against the Cowboys. Well, I mean, I. Well, that's their loss run. I agree. Jets. Just letting you know. The Jets plus 230. I think they shocked the world Monday night. Shit gets crazy in Detroit. Give me the Jets wow. and save your Sam. My teeth. Save your Sam. <laughs> you just love saying that. It is fun to say. I'll take uh, Baltimore down to minus two. That's good. I will take New England down to minus a half. That's the one that's going to fuck both of us. And uh, kick me Washington up to seven. Hmm. Smart adjustment there, Sean. What you, you see? What he did? He he took it through uh, three key numbers. Exactly, Ryan. Exactly. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Oh you man, sh- you should remind people once one more time, Sean. One more time. Go to contest.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to sign up for the Free Roll Football Podcast presented by contest. Odds. What? Free Roll Football Contest. What did I say? You can't screw up the name of the contest. What did I say? You said the. Free roll football podcast. Oh, free roll football contest. There you go. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Presented by Odd Shark and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, continue to rate, review, share, keep us on the charts. And uh, special thanks to Zero uh, Eight Hokie. Better, very entertaining podcast. Five stars. Just wanted to give me a shout out because fellow, fellow hokey, Sean Kramer, let it ride.